Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 210. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have off-road, brand new Mike Andy. Hello, and, and you can see that. It's it's wonderful. It's uh, I wish I got it for free, you know? We should have got sponsored. Yeah, that's what all the stuff behind me is. It's swag, you know? We're giving away Muse tickets at the top of the hour. Um, yeah. In 2023? What? What year is I that going to happen? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with the friends. Also, a fun little Easter egg for you from our uh, end of our sports podcast on 209, last week's pod. Did you hear those birds? Andy, I know you heard them. So I yes. believe it's bleeding into the entertainment where I'm laughing because they're just squawking so loud. Yeah, so I cut that and put it at the end of the entertainment episode. So if you hear that and you're wondering so. what the hell it is, there you go. But okay, yeah, this is our sports pod. Let's uh, kick things off with some NFL talk. Uh, there's a lot of NFL talk to go over. I mean, so uh, Brand new season, to, you know. The tampering period has begun. So that means that NFL teams can uh, talk to, to players, talk to their agents, agree to deals, but they uh, don't uh, officially sign. I think that's until tomorrow or I guess, you know, today, the 17th. Uh, but the last two days have been a, a lot of craziness. A lot of the big names have already signed. Uh, so I'm going to go through some of these uh, transactions here. Well, right off the bat, I'm just going to start with the quarterbacks who have uh, agreed to deals already. It's mostly like backups, fringe starters, uh, because the best quarterbacks are uh, usually signed before, and they're, they're locked up. But uh, the guys available in free agency are usually never that good. Uh, but starting off, uh, Andy Dalton, former Bengals and former Cowboys quarterback, is going to the Bears. One-year deal, $10 million. Um, he's like automatically the best quarterback the Bears have ever had at this point now. This is. Uh, He's an upgrade over Trubisky, and um, I don't know. It's not, it's not a bad idea to bring in someone, a veteran with experience, but he's not a big difference maker, but he's he's like the 25th best quarterback in the NFL, you know, which is means he should start, but it doesn't mean he's going to carry your team. Mm-hmm. And then uh, next up, Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, leaving Miami for Washington. Uh, same deal, one year, $10 million. I don't know if he'll start. I think he'll just be part of the mix of maybe someone who uh, can play. And everywhere he goes, he ends up playing at, at some point and uh, oftentimes better than the starter and he causes controversy. Uh, this past year, he started most of the games for Miami despite them uh, using a top five pick on Tua. And he just he outperformed Tua in that year. But I think Miami's ready to let Tua be the guy. So Fitzpatrick's heading to Washington. He's also like 39 at this point. He's still getting 10 million bucks. Uh, yeah, what a, what a career. Like, good on what him. What a country. Uh, next up is the the greatest uh, backup quarterback of all time, I have to say, Tyrod Taylor, who is... Um, do you remember there was that um, awful Dane Cook movie from like 2007? Is that where he was where the, the employee was? of the month? Or is that where he was like, the you date me and then you find your wife or something? That, that like second ours, one. And then yeah. you find your wife dating guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that it's that second one. So Tyrod Taylor, everywhere he goes, he ends up um, starting for like 
a little bit and then gets replaced by a young player who's better than him. And the team ends up uh, happy with their quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. So a few years back, he was in Buffalo. They ended up drafting Josh Allen. He found his way out of town. Uh, Josh Allen's great for Buffalo. Uh, he went over to Cleveland, who then drafted Baker Mayfield, number one overall. Tyra Taylor started the first few games, was benched, and Baker Mayfield's been good for Cleveland. And they're happy with him. And then last year, uh, he was with the Chargers. And after backing up Rivers for one year, he thought he'd be the starter. And he was st- the starter in their first game. Um, and then right before the second game, the team doctor uh, gave him a shot in the chest, uh, a little like pain injection. Uh, and and fucked up, hit him right in the lung, and took him out Whoa. of the game, forcing the Chargers to start their first-round pick, Justin Herbert, who they didn't think was ready at that point. Uh, but Herbert was great in that game, and, you know, the rest is history. Herbert won Rookie of the Year. Tyrod Taylor never started another game for the Chargers. Whoa. And uh, uh, three times in a row where he's led, he's been the guy right before you found the franchise hmm. guy. Uh, so now he's going to Houston which is interesting because they already have a franchise guy, except he is very upset and wants to be traded. Deshaun Watson does not want to play for Houston. Uh, now they're bringing Tyrod Taylor, who is, you know, this this magic man. Yeah. Um, what does that mean? Are they going to are they going to try it again? That try to trade Watson this year, draft a young QB and have him sit for two games and then have like a medical emergency happen to Tyrod Taylor. And then, you know, it all works out in the end. But it may be. Uh, for first troubles, uh, Tyler Taylor could earn up to twelve million this year. Well, if they, he's gonna, you know, bring a, a new star player to them or unleash the potential of a star player on their bench. I think it's it's worth it for him. Yeah, although usually in these deals, when they just say up worth up to, it means like the more games you play, the uh, more money you'll get. I wonder if it's the opposite, where it's like, hey, if we have to bench you four games of the year because we have a really great rookie, then you'll get your four, four twelve million. But if but if you actually start the whole 16 games, you're only getting six. Mm-hmm. Might be a case like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, next up here, uh, Jacoby Brissett, who started for the Colts two years ago, uh, was the backup last year. He's heading to Miami one year, eight million. That's a backup contract. He is probably uh, when I said Andy Dalton's the 25th best starting quarterback. Uh, Brissett might be like 29th, which means like. You don't want to start him. You want to have someone mm-hmm. better, but he's nice to have there in reserve. Uh, I wouldn't look too much into that deal. And then the last one here, Jameis Winston, stay in New, in New Orleans, one year, $6 million. Uh, Again, he should be backing up uh, Taysom Hill, who, who got a cartoonish contract from the Saints after uh, a breeze. Drew Brees did announce his retirement this week, and it was not a surprise, so... I don't want to spend too much time on that. I think uh, we all knew it was happening. Taysom Hill is slotted to be the starter. And uh, to actually make it work better financially this year, they gave him a four-year, $160 million extension. So just uh, do the math in your head. $40 million a year for a guy who's never been a regular starter. Well, here's the thing. Uh, The contract is voidable after one year. So, but because they did that, it makes it cheaper in the first year or something crazy like that. Because the NFL is crazy. I don't think rules. I've heard anyone say that since so. the movie The Big Short. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The contracts are void. The contracts are voided. Oh, the NFL has has crazy, stupid rules with stuff like yelling this. at Michael um, Burry right now. So that's that's not going to happen. He's not going to get forty million a year. Uh, but if he does, it means he he was great. So it's kind of like 
if you're great, we'll continue to keep you on for the next year at the 40 million. Uh, but if you're not, we're just going to avoid your contract and then see what happens. So, uh, so that that's it for QBs. Uh, again, the top starters never really enter the free agent market. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of a you know some guys at the bottom. Uh, now, uh, let's get into the, the the rest of it here. So, uh, last week I think I said the name Joe Tooney, and we kind of talked about it. Like, wait, was that how you pronounce it? It was really hard. Uh, but he was the top offensive lineman on the market, the Patriots uh, letting him go. And he uh, ended up signing with the Kansas City Chiefs, who, if you saw the Super Bowl, you know they need some offensive line help. Yeah. So that's a, a good get for him and uh, Patrick Mahomes there to get him. Uh, then the, ne- the next best offensive lineman uh, was probably Corey, Corey Lindsley of the Green Bay Packers. He's coming to the Chargers five years, $62 million, and... Uh, as a Chargers fan, that's really exciting because that is also they're also an offensive line that needs some help. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that shit. Uh, next up, I'm going to talk about the pass rushers. There are so many pass rushers uh, in this year's free agent class. It, it's ridiculous. So if you had a need, uh, this was a good year. And there's not really there's only a few, I'd say, elite players here, uh, but everyone's getting paid. So I'm just going to start off here with the top here. Shaq Barrett of the Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay. Uh, he's staying with Tampa. Four years, $68 million. Uh, Great, great deal for him. Denver Broncos look like idiots for letting him uh, leave a few years back because uh, he's just he's he's an elite player at this point. Uh, next up, Bud Dupree of the Steelers. Like he's name. leaving for Tennessee. It, it's a real name. Uh, he sounds like a trucker. Or like he's like a 90-year-old who just sits on a stoop reading yeah. a paper. He is from Kentucky, and it sounds like a very Kentucky name, but he's actually a, a pass rusher, played for the Steelers most of his career so far, going to the Titans, five years, $83 million. Wow. Uh, not surprised to see the Steelers let him go as they have TJ Watt on their team, who's just a better player overall. So you don't want to pay two uh, huge pass rushers. So. No. You don't have the budget for that. Uh, Leonard Floyd returning to the Rams, four years, $64 million. Uh, I don't know if it, he's, he's an up-and-down player. I don't know if he's really worth that, but I think the Rams feel they have to keep some of their guys around. Uh, Trey Hendrickson of the Saints is going to Cincinnati, four years, $60 million. Uh, breakout year this year, but really good for that good Saints defense, but the Saints have... They don't have any money, and this was going to happen. They they're they're losing a lot of players, so um, we'll have to go before the season starts, which is you know another like fourteen months away because yeah. the NFL is a really long off season. Uh, we'll have to check back in, and uh, I don't know if the Saints are going to be uh, projected to be very good this year. Uh, Carl Lawson of the Bengals last year, he is going to the Jets three years, forty five million. I'm going to go through these next ones uh, quicker. Uh, Matt Judon going to the Patriots, four years, fifty-six million. Yannick Ngakwe going to uh, the Raiders, I believe, two years, twenty-six million. Um, it's a lot, a lot of good pass rushers out there, and um, I think there's still more, more to be had. So, uh, and then let's close out the, uh, the the last few people, last few big name free agent signings I've got here. Uh, Shaq Griffin, cornerback with the Seahawks, is going to Jacksonville. Three years, $40 million. 
Uh, Corey Davis, uh, kind of a bust wide receiver for Tennessee, is going to the Jets, three years, $38 million. So that's, that's good money for a guy I would consider a bust. Um, another big receiver, Nelson Aguilar, going to the Patriots, two years, $22 million. Uh, Rams safety John Johnson's heading to Cleveland, three years, $34 million. Uh, and then the Patriots, who we've already mentioned twice already, uh, they got the the top tight end on the on who I would say the top tight end in free agency, Hunter Henry from the Chargers, at three years, thirty eight million. Uh, he's going to New England, and then the second tight end, Johnu Smith of Tennessee, he's going to New England. And uh, oh, did I make a mistake? No, actually, the top two tight ends are going to the Patriots. Oh boy. Uh, now. That's there's some precedent to this. The Patriots love their tight ends. Once upon a time, they had uh, Rob Gronkowski, uh, fan favorite. Everyone loves him. He uh, played a long time in New England, uh, but at the beginning of his career, he played alongside a different tight end, uh, another really good tight end who was uh, really good at pass catching and also real good at murdering. Yeah, of course, of course, that's Aaron Hernandez. So uh, uh, that was a really good, exciting duo for them uh, at the beginning of both of their careers. Uh, Rob Gronkowski kind of broke down at the end, and um, Aaron Hernandez ended up in jail. And um, I believe he he is dead now, right? Yeah. That's the story. Uh, but they're they're trying to recreate some of that. Um, I know Hunter Henry's a really good guy. I don't see a murder in his future. I uh, I wish him well. Uh, but they're they're trying to do the two tight end thing here. So so I don't know if there's uh, much more to say here about NFL free agency. There will be. More signings, but I think uh, most of the top guys are off the board. Mm-hmm. But uh, as a Chargers fan, I'm satisfied with uh, bringing in this this center. They need they need offensive line help, and uh, the center is the the leader of the offensive line mostly. So, all right, that's great. So, are we ready to talk madness? I think we are. I think that's the lead story here. You know, funny enough, I said Muse earlier. That's uh, one of their songs. Okay. <laughs> Well, this is March this Madness. Is it's not it's not April Madness. So have you watched any? You probably have. I think you've said it on this pod. Have you watched any college basketball? Very limited amounts. I don't believe I've watched a lick. Maybe like five seconds it's, of a Duke game. It seems it seems inappropriate. I don't know. It just seems like, hey, this should have been the thing we sacrificed. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's it's not like there's all this stuff going on, but it seems like I don't I don't want I don't want this. You don't want. It's not about need. I don't know if I even want this. March Madness? Well, I want the March Madness. I'm talking about the, just the season in oh, general. You know, the Saturday in January. Go straight to like, the madness? Yeah, yeah. No, this this will still be fun. There's there's a lot to like here for me. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, how, how do you want to get into this? You want to go seed by seed? Sure, let's do it. Talk about some of the top ones here, so... Right off the bat, talk about Gonzaga. They're 26-0. Wow. They actually have this year an elite prospect. Usually they, you know, they're a good team. They have a lot of good veterans, and no one ever really makes the NBA. Uh, but this this year is different. Um I'm blanking on that guy's name, but they have a top prospect this year. Uh, great freshman year. And they're just they're just they're the best team. So yeah, I mean, undefeated. You're not going to see uh, that too often in here. Yep, Jalen Suggs. Suggs. So. Yep. That also kind of sounds fake. So he's he's great. He, Bud Abbott, uh, should Bud have some... Fox. 
he should have some nice uh, moments here. Um, the other number one seed that I'm excited about, uh, University of Illinois, because I have a family out there. Um, I still have an uncle that live in uh, Champaign, Illinois, which is where the university is. My dad, I'm pretty sure, went there. It's uh, it's exciting. They have a, a good team. They've, they've had some good years, but it's been a while since they've been truly, truly good. They went to the national championship game, I believe it was, uh, with Darren Williams back in the day. Oh, yeah. Um, but haven't really been. Was he from Canyon High School? Since. No. I don't know where. He's from, like, Texas or something. Oh. Um, the other two number seeds are Baylor and Michigan. So Mi- Michigan's had a lot of success lately, and Baylor's actually been pretty good lately as well. But Bay- Baylor is not a, a historically great team, so it's cool to see them up here. But I think I have to root for Gonzaga because it's been it's been 25 years, I think, uh, since they've been like good every year, and they still haven't won at all. Yeah. And that's sad because you it's like it's it's like something's preventing them because it's like, no, you're still not you're still not good enough. You're still not North Carolina or something. You're still just Gonzaga and you don't even know what that means or where it is. Yeah, just I thing. just assume it's that's there uh, east. It's definitely not east. It, it's on the West Coast, but uh, is it really? Yeah, it's not important. I mean, I, I could have been able to tell if I looked at the bracket because it's in the West, but. You know, just all, yeah, like 80% they, of these schools are in the East. Yeah, that's how it works. And it, yeah, the Pac-12 the Pac is usually bad. But yeah, it's August part of the West Coast Conference. That's actually their conference name. And it's a bunch of mostly Catholic schools on the Western part of the United like, States. Like, how is Kansas West? Um, It's not. They're in the... So the brackets, they usually only the top team is the only team that gets uh, like a home, you know. See, okay. For the most part, they try to uh, give the number one team a the closest bracket. But sometimes, look, I mean, Michigan and Illinois, those are both Midwest to me. But there's no truly East team that got a number one seed this year. So, Hmm. Uh, so the two seeds we got Alabama, Houston, Ohio State. In Iowa, so that's that's an interesting group there. Alabama is a great, great football school. Not known for their basketball, but they've been they've been good as of late. Um, I think Avery Johnson is still their coach. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you got Houston. They um, have been competitive as of late as well, but no titles uh, recently. Okay, now let's you want to talk about the. The local teams, I'll just say the Pac-12. Well, really quick, I want to ask. So the 16th seed in the East is Mount St. Mary. That's not the one that was that long shot, right? Because they all it also says Texas. They were in ball. So that's the that's a play-in game. Was that the team though with that what? nun lady who was like 80, and you know they were like they shouldn't even be playing basketball, and they were like in the final four. That was that was Loyola. Loyola, okay. And Loyola is in the tournament again. They're an eight seed. Uh, good here, on them. Georgia Tech. So. I'm sure Disney's already made a yeah, movie but that, about that, it. I think that year they were like a 14 seed or something and went to the, the lead eight. Or, um, I don't remember. It was something exactly, like that. But yeah, Mount St. Mary's is not even St. Mary's, which St. Mary's is, is a good school. You know, they had like Del Vadova and Patty Mills and stuff. But I, I don't know. Mount, Mount St. Mary's is a totally different thing. Hmm. It's in Maryland. Yeah, I thought it was like Baltimore area. 
Um, all right. Well, I want to talk about the Pac-12 and how just been years and years of incompetence from this conference that should be the best conference in college basketball. Like, there's still so many good players that come from the West and come from the Seattle area, and it's just they can't ever put anything together. Uh, this year, Oregon State ended up winning the conference. It was a big upset. They were they were a middle-of-the-pack team. They upset uh, UCLA in the first round. It's like, oh, what a disappointment. UCLA sucks. They always end up blowing it and um, almost, you know, found themselves out of the tournament. Uh, they're in the playing game. So they're the number 11 seed playing game, Michigan State, UCLA. Uh, they were in it either last year or the year before, too, and they they did not advance. So Woof. Um, it just it's it's a far cry from what they used to be. Like UCLA, even they had that great run for three years and then it all went to shit again. So. I don't know what to make to make of uh, them, what their future is. Uh, I think it looks like Colorado is the highest Pac-12 seed at number five, and they're uh, they're going against Georgetown. Patrick Ewing's Georgetown. Did you see any of that this weekend? No. So that was great to see Patrick Ewing. Um, uh, yeah. First tournament appearances as head coach. They uh, upset Creighton, who had was much better, really, really good all year long. Uh, they had a, a weird incident where their coach said something racist in the post game on accident and had to be suspended for a game. Oh boy. I was like, what? Okay. And um, I mean, their coach is uh, somebody McDermott. I forgot his first name, but he's uh, Doug McDermott's father. So he's, he's important. Yeah. Guy. Brother of Dylan. Yeah. It might be. Who's Dylan McDermott? Uh, he's an actor. Yeah, but who? He's in stuff. Is he the bad guy in the new Star Wars? That's uh, Adam Driver. <laughs> him. Who is Dylan? You were going to look it up? Oh. Yeah. Uh, he's the guy in that's in like a. Um, that haunting of uh, American Horror Story. Yes, he was. He was in the first guy. season there. Yeah, we're on video between one another, so we're looking at a photo of the guy. Uh, he, who does he look like? I don't have him. I didn't look him up, but he, he a little looks bit like Gerard a Butler, um, the gay guy from Will and Grace. Okay, yeah, you can mix Some them all together. Okay, well now that that's... do they have apps to do that? We settled that. Yeah. So McDermott. <laughs> He's the coach of Creighton, mm. and he still is. The players didn't want him to be fired, so he, he's well, that's back. Nice. But uh, yeah, a weird little incident. Uh, Creighton's going against uh, UCSB, local team for us, Santa Bar Santa Barbara. I almost fucked that up. I don't know why. What about uh, UCI? Uh, I don't think so this year. Uh, UCSB is that conference, and usually, so usually only get one of those teams. They looked promising last year, and then got annihilated, right? Was that last year or two years ago? It was, it was two years ago. There was no last year. Oh, right. Of course. <laughs> Remember, everyone's just going to skip forgot. last year. Whenever anyone ref references something happening and saying last year, just go two years ago. Yeah. No, they, they should have just let it go, though. They should have had it. Uh, we, we figured out that you can have sports. You just don't have people in the stadium. So they, they should have went ahead and done it. Eh, you can have everything. I will never know. They fucked Obi Toppin. 
And Kenobi. That's what they did. Uh, I mean, where's Dayton now? Dayton was going to be a number one seed. Are they even on this list? Did they even make it this year? I don't think so. wasn't in the cards. They fucked them. When you're one shot to, to, you know, make it happens, and then literally a world-ending event takes place, it's just not your time. Yeah, it was a message to the whole Toppin family. And just the entire city of Dayton, Ohio, probably. Uh, well, I'm still on the, on the Pac-12 here, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap that up. Uh, USC, up and down year. They've got some good talent. They've got Mobley there. Uh, they're a six seed. They're going to play either Wichita State or Drake. That's a good little uh, middle-of-nowhere matchup. I think, are they both in Kansas? Where is Drake University? Probably Toronto. Drake University is in Iowa. So you got Iowa versus Kansas. Riveting stuff. Yeah. It's great. Um, I also want to highlight Grand Canyon University is playing. Did you know that was a real university? No. I thought they were an online college, but I think they started a physical location so that they could have a sports team or something. I don't I don't know. Now they're going to the March Madness, huh? Yeah. So uh there's probably some sort of scam they pulled. Who knows? Um Yeah, I I just see those commercials and it's like, oh that's a fake school. It's ITT Tech, right? I don't think I've seen but that commercial. <laughs> I don't think haven't? so. But I don't pay attention it's to commercials. It's an online college. It's like, come to our school. You'll get a degree in this. And then I don't trust mm-hmm. it. Well, is there is there anyone here that uh you're you're rooting for? I don't know. Um I'm looking through them all right the now. I don't really like have a a team I necessarily root for. I usually just want to see a good game. Could care less. I mean, most of these people are going to become, you know, basketball coaches or, you know, work on their stockbrokers. I was thinking that maybe for some of the schools, like going to work on Wall Street, otherwise, like, you know, taking over their father's orthopedic practice. Yeah. So, like, three of these people are going to go to the NBA and you're like actually going to know their names. Maybe three. Yeah. So Cade Cunningham, look out for him. Oklahoma State. Who are they playing first? Where is their seed? I think I saw. I thought I saw they were a three seed or something. But I'm. You said Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. It is hard to read these sometimes. Yeah, there's a billion of them. I still can't find Drake. You don't. You don't. I don't anymore. I don't see it. (laughs) All right, I'm dying. Okay, Oklahoma State is a four seed. Okay, they're going against Liberty University. The insurance company. Yeah, no, it's it's like the, the church school. There's a lot of church schools in here. Yeah, but they're like Abilene the, mo- the most famous one. Oh, they got it right in the name. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Drake is also. They're just called Drake and Creighton and I mean Gonzaga. All those, all they're all they're all religious affiliated. And then you got San Diego State, which is affiliated with the devil, I believe. So they're 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 playing. Yeah. And then Cleveland State. I see like, Liberty oh, now. Do you believe there's actually a university in Cleveland? Seems hard to pull off. Yeah. But there is. Uh it's LeBron's. Oh, he started that's the school he started, Cleveland <laughs> <Yeah>. State. 
Okay, I didn't know that. Wow. So when uh when's the first game? Uh right now. As you're listening, folks. Yeah, I think so. Um now let me, let me I mean the playing games are soon. Uh I feel like all, it's they're all it was, Thursday. Yeah, like the weekends, like Sunday. So I, I did, you know, check. Sometimes they do them uh Wednesday. They do two playing games Wednesday and two on Thursday, but it looks like they're all on Thursday. So uh, tune in to True TV. You got to look up where True TV is. That's about the only time anyone does. Yeah, it's an annual tradition. Can you watch these on the Discovery app then? Probably. No, (laughs) those are two unrelated. Don't they own True TV? No, True TV is part of the Greater Turner Universe. I guess that makes sense. It should be on HBO Max then. They should put on HBO yeah. Max. That's that's their streaming service. Okay. All right. Well, anything else gonna, to add uh, to the sports? I'm gonna look at where you can stream it. I think you just go on like True TV. I, yeah, I think on on but... you know these circumstances, they that's how it works. If you don't have TV, it's shit though. That's stupid. Well, like Ted TV. Turner needs to figure shit out. I'm Ted Turner. Just come back from the dead and figure it out. Although I'm pretty sure Ted Turner's live, but really, yeah, right. You can't have classic movie channel and be alive. Oh, he started that thing when he was still alive. I know, definitely. but and I think he's still alive. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna find out. He uh, is 82 years old. Yeah, there you go. And he's worth. I mean, he hasn't owned any of these TV networks in like 2. years. Two point three billion dollars. He's been married to Jane yeah. Fonda. Jane Shirley Smith and Julia Gale Nye. I like he's known for uh, at the the last thing co-creator of Captain Planet. It's like, damn, why is that? Why is that the lowest thing? Why isn't that number Captain one? Captain Planet. Yeah, not a Captain Planet. I don't fan, know what that I is. Guess. You know what it is. What's Captain Planet? It was a TV show about a superhero that saved the world through environmental challenges. Oh, is that challenges. for kids? It, yeah, but it was for kids when before I was born. Eh, maybe it sounds familiar. If I, let's look up a photo of it. 1990s when it happened, so you know it. Maybe I do know this. I don't know how that would that would bypass you. That'd be incredible that it just you just never were aware of Captain. Have you Planet. seen that photo? Of course. I don't need to see the photo. I don't know what he looks like. I have a, I still have a cup. I still have a cup with Captain Planet on it. You're drinking out of it right at my now. Home. It's at my parents' house, but they still have a cup with Captain Planet on it. And they're under uh, direct orders not to discard of that. All right. No, that's a collector's yeah. item. <laughs> Anything else to add to the sports uh, Captain Planet pod? No. No, that's that's good. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 210 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off Road Clean the World Andy. Okay. Thank See you. you later. <laughs>